There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome to Giles Corrin Has No Idea. It's called this not because I literally know nothing, but because it's all about the moment in the week when I have to sit down and write my column but have absolutely no idea what to write it about. Which is where my wife Esther comes in, who, having read all the papers whilst I take the kids to school, always has half a dozen ideas picked out for me when I get back to be discussed at the kitchen table over a nice cup of coffee. Are you going to be able to talk about anything apart from cats? Me? Are we rolling? Of course we're Well, I am a consummate professional, Giles, as you know, and I'm able to talk about something other than my gorgeous little kittens waiting for me. I am, I've got my phone here poised to receive up-to-date WhatsApp messages of my cats, my kittens, for me to choose too. Because it's slightly... Cons- but I can concentrate. Are you sure? I think so. I think so. It Let's slightly see. has consumed everything, this cat thing, and you've definitely decided... What? These are super expensive grey. They're not. Stupid. They're not. They're not super expensive. The super expensive ones I have rejected. And actually, the fact that she sold my blue one from under me, having said that she wouldn't show them to anyone else, I actually this new woman. She's got cats that I prefer, which are a Burmese British Shorthair cross, which is better because that's what my How cat much was when I was growing up. They are only two fifty as opposed to six fifty because they're not pedigree. But actually, if you don't have a pedigree, they don't have as many health problems. As I was saying to my lovely cat breeder, Sandra. Your cat breeder. You. Have a cat yeah, I do. She's called Sandra. I love her. We're we very, don't need very, that many cats. We're very good friends now. Anyway, so the WhatsApp messages are coming in. Are going to come in live with the different kind of colours of kittens, and we're all going to choose together. Okay. We're all going to give a massive. You want a cat too? You were saying only this morning that you were a bit stressed and upset, and what you really needed was a little. No, kitten. you said a I little kitty. A little kitten. I'm feeling stressed and upset because of hard work yesterday. <laughs> uh, one day of very very hard. Well, it's been, it's stressful not working and it's stressful working. And do you know, know, last night I actually went and went and did, uh, recorded somebody else's podcast and, and I, and afterwards the stress of being back at work led me to me drinking. So I have a slight oh, hangover. And you've got a hangover. And usually I've got a hangover and not you. Yes. So what I'm hoping that in this I first... I probably do have a hangover, but I have a hangover all the time, so I can't really tell. But talking about But from my, so, so, um, so for the, for this first new podcast back of the new season. Yeah. Me having hangover is going to slow me down, and my new season res- revolution resolution is that you're going to be able to do lots of talking, and there'll be no more reviews on on um, the podcast website going shut up and let her speak, yeah. which is basically what they all say. Yeah, chance will be a fine thing. But 
Uh, talking of animals, kittens. We weren't. Oh, we see kittens. You yes. see, there you are. You're just talking about the kittens. Thinking about the kittens. I know, but now I'm going to talk about something else other than kittens, okay. which is sheep. Sheep are back on Hampstead Heath. I know. I went up for a run there this morning. <gasps> and did you see them? Well, I had... Do you know, funnily enough, I had seen that you'd cut out the story from the paper about sheep. You're copying my homework, as usual. And I came down this Passing morning at it half off as past your own. six while everybody else was having a lie-in. Nothing... It's like one of those times when, when I'm having a conversation with someone and I say something and then someone else something says something and then they go, oh yeah, Giles made that really good point. And I went, no, that was my point. That was my thing that I said. No, we're all in this together. Okay, fine. Uh, so, tell, so sheep, go on. So the, the story, you've cut out this story, which I didn't get to read because it was just a whole in the paper uh, <laughs> like they, they put sheep on Hampstead Heath oh, I woke up really early and cut it out of the newspaper so you couldn't have it yeah so I went for a run to try and clear my head and 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 I'd seen this thing and I ran up to where the sheep are going to be but tell me the story because I, I have no idea I just know that there are sheep it's a very very weird story okay so they brought sheep back to Hampstead Heath which they always used to be until the war or something for, until 60 years ago there were sheep on the heath because it's a great big green space and people kept sheep because that's what pe people do people keep livestock uh, like kittens and um, so the idea of bringing sheep back to the Hampstead in order to promote you know a more diverse wild life because sheep eat and they poo and then they stamp the they poo. eat and they poo do sheep do that like Is that, that's the unique thing about like kitten. <laughs> that's the unique thing about sheep yeah they are just grass converting machines and then what they that promotes the growth of wildflowers it does because they because they poo and then they tread all over their poo and tread the poo into the grass shall i say poo again and that basically it's just good it's just really really good for land to have sheep and what them. about the dog walkers and the Oh well, they're going to be fenced off. Okay, so the dog so the, uh, walkers. No, yeah, well, Excellent. Yeah, chance would be a fine thing. To happen. Anyone who goes to the heath to walk the dog get fenced into a tiny little poo-smelling corner and just walk round and round in circles, trying to meet someone they love because that's the only reason for walking a dog. Uh, I so I've heard. Yes. Because we don't like dogs, do we? I. Because what do dogs chase? Kittens. Yeah. They um, eat kittens. So what we so what we they don't eat kittens. Dogs don't they eat kittens. They really do. They don't. Foxes eat kittens. Foxes eat sheep. Actually, when I went for my run this morning, I saw three young healthy fox cubs up by the petrol station and I kind of went yeah to try and see if they chase them away and they just they're Kentish town foxes yeah. they don't give no s for they no don't. like they're going to get up there and they're just going to saunter really slowly across the road in front of your car their hand yeah, down the what? front of their trousers yeah what yeah what are you going to do about it they're going to get up there and eat the sheep although they probably don't know how to eat a sheep do they? all they know how to eat is KFC <laughs> They can open a crisp baguette, crinkle, crinkle, <laughs> yum, yum. Doritos, my favourite. Um, so the sheep, no, the, the sheep are going to be very closely guarded. They will spend six hours a week, six hours, sorry, <laughs> six hours a week, like my working week, six hours a day for a week. And they will spend the night indoors in a barn near Kenwood House. There so isn't a barn near Kenwood Apparently House. there is. A second fence has been installed around the mound outside the existing one. So two fences. From the picture I can... Well, anyway, look. No, yes. but listen to this. Listen to this. I'm listening. This is like... They're like, about to get they're to the being, kittens. No, but they're be, no, they're being treated like the crown jewels, okay? The sheep will be guarded by 40 volunteer shepherds. I don't think at the same time, because that would be weird. With three on duty at all times, plus a park ranger. 40 volunteer shepherds. Is this... People currently working as shepherds in Kentish Town who haven't had a lot of work lately. Is there, or, are, are, or are they just people? I think or are they people who are, who are shepherds in the sense of being a shepherd in the nativity play? Are they just going to put tea towels on their head and tie a bath oh, cord? Imagine the sheep on the heath at Christmas, though. Hello. Imagine the sheep roasted <laughs> on Boxing Day. Now, look, you've tried to cook hog it before and it hasn't gone very well, so don't go down that road. Um, anyway, so how is this a column? Okay, I thought, and this is a bit basic, but maybe you have a better idea, but I thought... Other things that we could bring back from 60 years ago. Um, drinking ale instead of water. Hangings at Tyburn. That would be quite good. Did you, know that, did you know that is the origin of the word hangover? 
People used to go and watch a hanging at Tyburn and then go to the nearby inns, drink loads of ale instead of water. And then the next day they would have a hangover. Rubbish. It's not rubbish. A woman on the big bus tour a... of London told me that. It must really? be true. Yeah. What were you doing on a big bus tour of London? I was trying London? to entertain Kitty. It didn't go well. She just looked at me and said, when can we go home? And I'm like, we're on a bus. And she went, yeah, but I want to go home. And I went, all right. So we got off that bus, but got you, on another bus. <laughs> but you were, on, you were on a bus with the, without a top, which is for going around and sightseeing. I, I thought it was great. More I fool you loads. for trying to fill the long summer holidays actually doing anything with I our know. daughter. No, no, no. I gave up. And she just, she's just watching telly now. Because I've got... Do you know what I thought? Here's, I'm going to just actually come and stay on the sheep. Because I went up to have a look at it. Yeah. And they said... And they said it's really good for eating the thistles and stuff. The grass in the in the fenced off area where the, it's all really high. It's like three, four, five feet high. There's gorse and thistles and and it's high. And we know about sheep, don't mm. we? We have sheep in in the in the in, the, in Gloucestershire. We have sheep on our place. Uh, ben the shepherd, not ben, to be confused. Ben with the ben shepherd the comes and farms the sheep, and they're they're not to be far. I'd be very similar not, actually. Not a million no, miles away. Not from a, ben the looks shepherd, very much like Ben okay. the producer, uh, but just a bit more windburned. <laughs> And he's never had a girlfriend, <laughs> but apart from that, he's, it's because he's never been to London. But he's a yeah. very good shepherd. Uh, and, and, uh, and they're not our sheep, obviously, and they're just, they come and use the land, and, yeah. then, and it's because we've got nothing to put on it. Uh, and, but the whole point is, is you can't let the grass get too high because the sheep can't eat it. Yeah, they don't like sheep it. get the organs up their nostrils and in their eyes and stuff. Uh, so, they have, if they, if, so they like it to be about three or four inches high, and then they can eat it. Once it's too high, they have to get the topper out. If you got, get the topper on the back of the tractor, you drag it, cut it all down. Yeah. That's the accent of Ben the shepherd, not Ben the producer. Or, again, it's not uh, far away. Maybe you could, you could you could suggest this. To so I'm just saying, ranger. I know more about sheep than these thirty shepherds. I went in, I go, they're, they're not going to eat that. Yeah, they are sure. not going to eat that. Those sheep are not going to like that. And sure enough, they've been there for a week and nothing's been eaten. These sheep really? are just wandering around, probably hungry. not even pooing, hungry. Yeah. Thinking, well, they're asking the foxes. Anyone know where there's a KFC? <laughs> I'm going to go up there in my top row and cut it down up in top field, and the sheep will be able to eat it. Anyway, so that's good for that's good for a third item. Yeah. Or, but not a main. Course. A third item. What doing about the, the sheep yeah. won't eat the grass? Yes. Okay. Third item. Um, no. I, I was talking about this. I have this hangover from drinking from the stress of doing this podcast. The kitchen is on fire, which I went on basically to promote this pro- podcast. I went on this kitchen because it's a thing and it's done by James Ramsden and Sam Hurley. And Sam Hurley, he was like in a band and he's apparently was really famous and stuff. And now he does this. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we could Google him, but he was in a band. He's, 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 he's got a daughter called Kitty. <gasps> no. Who is eighteen? Eighteen. And he's thirty-eight. So he was like, 10. No, wait. Oh, yes. Good 20, math. 20, Jesus. 20, 20, 20, you have 20. both a, either a really filthy imagination or... <laughs> I mean, I was giving him high fives for doing it at 20. 10 is really something. 20. And I suddenly realised, as I sat there and I kept trying to bring the conversation back to my podcast, I realised that what podcasts are for, basically, apart from ours, is you go on people's podcasts to talk to the sort of people who like listening to podcasts about mm-hmm. your podcast. Mm-hmm. So we should have 10,000 new listeners from Kitchen on Fire who've gone to it to listen to it because I was on it, discovered I was the best thing about it, Realised they could come and listen to our podcast. Oh, you've got hangover hubris. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. Dear. I was shit on it. Do you know I hadn't had a drink for three days because I've got this heavy working week, filming a new show, writing... Co- I went along, hadn't had a drink. They said, would you like an ice-cold Estrella from the fridge and opened it up? Because they're both chefs. They've got that wonderful pigeon that we went to the restaurant. Yeah. And, oh, well, no, they haven't. I think it's just... That's just anyway, and... Um, and so they had it, gave me a cold beer. So I had a cold beer and I started off saying, yes, I want to like, talk about the podcast that I do and it's really good. And they said, what about restaurants? I said, yeah, restaurants. Are really good. Oh, would you like another beer? I had another beer. Oh, I do this other podcast and my, frankly, it's shit. I just argue with my wife, but they pay me. Who cares? Uh, and anyway, he's a bastard. He's a bastard. He's a bastard. Oh, I'll classic. tell you a secret about the Queen. You don't know. You're going to have to do that thing where you ring James up I've and say, already how emailed, you already I've done already it? emailed this Dear morning. Dear James. Dear James. 
I totally respect your independence. I don't. I don't. Uh, and, nobody and, does. Yeah, nobody does. And I, it's not, I'm not saying that I want to, I, I, I expect to exercise any kind of editorial control. I do. I do. Uh, <laughs> but if you, could you please be real? I really won't, you put, you'll feel, you're free to put whatever you want in. You're not. In fact, Ben, can you go around and edit their podcast? Because yes. they do it themselves as well. Oh my they God. don't have some like whiz genius like they you. Don't do have a whiz they have to they'll just go cut, cut, cut. And it'll be only the terrible libelous things. So this may be the last podcast before I go to prison. Yeah. Because I'm on a last warning from the Royal Solicitors already because of the thing I tweeted about something else. You're on a what? I got a phone call. You know I got a phone call from the Royal Solicitors. Stop mentioning it. I know. I haven't. I'm going to repeat it. You're like Sam. You just see how far you can... Sam Sam Corrin. I'm not. You are. He's like, poke, poke, poke. Oh, what about now? What about now? Are you going to get angry now? How about now? How about now? What if I say this? How about now? I don't make you put my shoes on for me and then punch you when when you do it too tight. (laughs) You do, other, always. you do other things, though. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. First of all, we should acknowledge the massivist story of the week. Which is what? Which is the proroguing of Parliament. Oh, do we have to acknowledge? I we can just acknowledge, acknowledge that Boris went to the, wherever Queen. you go with it, I was going to say the Tower, wherever the Queen is, and said, I'm going to, can I suspend Parliament? And she said yes. And Corbyn then called her up or something, texted her and said, can you not actually? And so she's been drawn in. Then Owen Jones said, we've got to go fight on the streets, and they didn't. But then to, now the, the MPs are all saying they're going to chain themselves in the chamber so he can't disband Parliament. And I just want to acknowledge the story's happening. My job is to write about something else. It's just that I, it's not that I didn't know it was happening. And I'm too frightened to look closely at no, what's happening. it's going to be a civil war. I mean, it's, oh it's horrid. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, and it's, it's going to tear. But it's just that I'm not going to write about that. But it did happen. new Brexit would just be civil war. That's what... Yeah. Well, no. the minute it was a kind of a, a 49... What, what was it? 49.51? Good maths, though. <laughs> you, got, you got out to 100. Right, 49. The minute it was... That's why referendums are such a bad idea. Yeah. And also, it's why a second vote is such a bad idea because there is there are so few outcomes that would be okay if you had a second referendum. What if it was 52.48 the other way? It's, yeah, it's, then you are just... Then you're just dead and we might as well just... Just turn all the lights out and just everyone go home because that's it, the country's over. You can't have elections for things when it's going to be 50-50 because no, then you just so have stupid, civil stupid, wars. Stupid, stupid, anyway, stupid. just acknowledge that that thing happened. Yeah. Um, can I, we just talk very briefly because the whole time we were on holiday and you know when you're on holiday you have all these ideas about what you're going to do yeah. when, you, when you get back. Oh, I'll write about this and I'll write about it's that. It's like being in the shower and then you get out of the shower and you're like, mm, what was I thinking? <laughs> I can't remember. In the shower, I'm like, right, I'm going to do this. List, 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 this, that and the other. Get out of the shower, vanish. Right, in the shower, I just do what all boys do in the shower. <laughs> 
wash. Just, <laughs> yeah. just spit and like... Um, the, uh, so I was going to talk about the recycling in Greece, the non-existence of recycling in Greece. It is it, troubling. It, it was, it's, so, so, you know, it was renting this house and asked them, so what do we do about recycling? Oh, we don't recycle. What do you do about composting? We don't compost. No. What do you do with these endless glass bottles of bottles of wine, plastic bottles of water, fit all in the bins? Can we take it somewhere to recycle? No. No. Athens, they said. Athens, so yeah. Athens is the only place in Greece that recycles, and the whole of the rest of the yeah. thing. And that it made me feel. It sort of took me back to that weird what it was like in the seventies and eighties when mm. when you would have a big kitchen bin full of new, big newspapers, chicken carcasses, food nappies, nappies, everything. wine bottles, plastic. It was it was really really distressing, and it's all going to landfill. Yeah. And I spend most of my life in Kentish Town sorting it up into the little different kinds of metal thing, taking mm. the black wrapping off plastic bottles so that its sensors can. Do, and is it? And then in Greece they're just going. Well, we can't recycle on the island because there's all these different islands, and it would be too you know going by boat. Yes. But they have to landfill it somewhere, so they're collecting it for landfill. I don't know what they do. I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, what's the that- point in us bothering if? Oh, look, you're asking the wrong person. I mean, I, I, I'm i still slightly haunted by someone telling me that it's all a big hoax on part of the government and they're training us to recycle stuff. So they can steal... But they're not actually recycling anything. And then you separate it out. They're they, training us to recycle so they can what? To harvest no, 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 our so, organs? No, 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 no. Well, maybe, I don't know. But but they were they are going to start recycling in some ridiculous kind of future date, like in 2025. But... For the moment, we've all got to be trained how to recycle. Well, I'm fully trained. I'm I know, like the so king of recyclers. So, so we, and know. so maybe then going through everything in the bin, I practically vomited it's, lobbing it's, six wine bottles in the bin really along bad. with loads of fish. Oh, I know. And then the minute we found out that the tap water was fine to drink, we stopped drinking stuff out of plastic, water, uh, plastic bottles. That's because our friends said that the tap water was fine to drink. I've been feeling distinctly queasy today. No, you haven't. Because of... You're stressed and you yeah. need a kitten. Yeah. You don't, you're not you actually s- feeling too queasy. But what if I was like... What? Came home drunk and sat on the kid. What? You, nobody does that. No, so, they do. Um, oh my god! No. This is, oh no! This is like you were when we had babies. Oh, but what if her legs just break in the middle of it the could night still for happen. no reason? It could still what if, happen. What if that I happened, accidentally? Not jo- Very f- Robert Morley, famous British actor. I remember sat on a poodle. Oh my god! There was a story about how he went to visit sort of Sybil Thorndike or somebody like that, uh, and uh, and went into and, and and sat down on the sort of warm, comfy no, cushion, very- and then she was she was going tiddles tiddles, <laughs> and he sat, and then it's in his autobiography, and then and he was he was like sort of thirty stone uh-huh. guy, and he stood up. And, uh, I think you're mistaking that with that Far Side cartoon where a woman sits on a little poodle and then gets up and it's stuck in her bum crack. But 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 how are you going to make the recycling in Greece into a column? Do, do, not another like depressing eco. We're all gonna die, Colin. Please, it's just too. What do you mean? Is that well, what you, I've been doing? Yeah, you keep on going. Don't on Don't you it. as well? What, how, I write those columns perfectly light and jolly with a bit of read, and then the comments below the line at the Times all go very funny column from not as funny as his father, but very funny column from, from Mr. Corin until he started boring on about global warming. Scaremongering again. Like, Scaremongering. It's all a sham. He must be a communist. With the, the Times readers have to be told global warming is happening. It's real and it's now. And it's mostly because of Greek people putting fish and bottles in the same bin. Yeah. Well, do you really want to do that? No, first? I don't. No, really I don't think you do. Okay, let's not do that then. Let's pretend the world's a lovely sunny place. Oh, let's just open up. Just for a week. Back. What's Jiley written something really funny about to take my mind off the fact that we're all going to die? Who cares what his state of mind is like? Who cares if he's depressed? Who cares if his life is going to shit? He's written something funny for me. Acknowledgements. A holiday idea. Did I say that weirdly? Yes. Did that come out oddly? A holiday <laughs> idea. I've got a little mm, kitten in my throat, cat, little, frog in my throat. You've got a little hangover in your throat. Mm, I have. Yes. Um, why don't you say what it is that 
we think about okay. a couple of We were on holiday reading we novels. Were, yes, we were on holiday and I said that recently I had noticed that when I was reading a book uh, that I had enjoyed, I'm reading it, you know, tripping along through the book. Isn't this a wonderful book? Really, I really getting the really author's great. The author is great. She really, she, he really understands me. We're kindred spirits. I feel seen, blah. And then, <laughs> and this has happened to me a few times now, you get to the acknowledgements and you read the acknowledgements and then suddenly the acknowledgements start saying things like, and thank you so much to my dear friend, for example, Zadie Smith, or my dear friend Howard Jacobson. Well, it's not just that they say or, friend, it's that they say acknowledgements and they say things like thank you to Gloria Vanden Ponsonby the Twelfth for, for the use of her of her loggia in yeah. Umbria. And my for favourite place to write. Bringing me <laughs> those blah, yeah, for, for, for the endless Bellinis when the writer's block struck, the writer's block that should have killed you, that you shouldn't have And then written. some terrible in-joke, in you know Figs are up! Exclamation! Ah! God, no, no, that is no, and it, and it's and it's and then it's all the first name. Thank you to my mates, Bunty, Scrunty, Philippa, Georgia, yeah. Piddly, Piddly, Podly, Podly, and the girls. I and have to, yes. You I shouldn't have, have any mates if you were a writer. Well, it's, Tolstoy that. didn't have any fucking mates. That, he yes. sat there and wrote yes. his book, and he didn't get up until his beard was around his feet, and he didn't go. Oh, think Russian accent. He did Russian. Russian. Thank you very much to uh, Vladimir for the beautiful yeah. cups of tea and fairy cakes he brought me when I have problem <laughs> with plotting Levin on. The, in the, the war he, he didn't thank you very much to Napoleon for him invade Warsaw and give me idea for book thank you very much to to, to Julian Barnes for dinner party in Dartmouth Park with delicious Tuscan wine and for coming uh, Jonathan Ross and David Badil play tennis in mornings when cannot have idea for Anna Karenin how ending I did have quite extensive acknowledgements in I think both of my <laughs> thank you to my darling e-books. husband I did say thank you for, to my darling husband yeah. yeah I did I did say that but I did I had a, my thank yous to my friends were to a list of people <laughs> on Twitter did you oh people you made up so people would think you had friends yeah like Rianda and people who I wasn't even sure weren't just like chatbots basically but no but some of these books some of these books I get the end up get the feeling they've only written the book in order to write the mother f Acknowledgements like like, yeah. like little girls at school yeah. and indeed little boys writing their own name, practicing their signature yeah. over and over. Or, 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 or girls in the old days before women were emancipated and much more important than men, when they would write, they'd meet a boy they liked and then they yeah. would write Esther. Esther Walker Corrin. Esther, <laughs> Esther Corrin no, Walker. It's like you have your kind of. Um, or I, I fear, I mean, I did write a novel in the end, I squeezed it out and probably shouldn't have done. Uh, everyone had to book in them and that's where mine should have stayed. Oh, darling. Uh, but it wasn't it, that but, bad. It, but it, partly I wrote it because the little. Is it a, called a plug? I mean, epic. Epi, the epigraph, the epilogue, the thing, the bit when you put a posh quote at the front of your shit book to show that you're clever. Right. So you write some book oh, about yeah. shagging in, in, in the Greek, shagging your way around the Greek islands as a teen, yeah. and then you put a quote in Russian from <laughs> Das Kapital, that, that was in German. You know what I mean? And, yes. so, so, and I had this quote from Hamlet, has this devil, so it comes from the gravedigger scene, um, and uh, and one of the one of the grave diggers is whistling as he singing as he as he digs a grave. And Hamlet returning from Wittenberg, I think, beginning of Act Three, probably. Uh, coming and, over from the pub. Yeah, and he said, coming over, and he says, has this fellow no feeling of his business that he yeah. sings at a grave making? Mm. And I thought, right. And that was about seventeen because I did Hamlet for A level. It's really the only Shakespeare book I read. I thought that's going on the front of my next book. Yeah. What the first of all the millions of books I'll write when I'm a novelist. Yeah. And in the end, I wrote this book, and then I was just about to go to press. 
And someone said to me, you haven't done the posh little thing with the quote at the front. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, and, and you know the quote's always completely irrelevant. Because I, so I did my quote. It was, I put, has this fellow no feeling of his business that he sings at a grave making? And they wrote my book about Jews in North London. Nothing yeah. to do with it. Uh, and people went, oh, it's all a bit, that's a bit irrelevant. And the whole point is the quote has to be irrelevant to show how clever you are. Because mm-hmm. when you read books and they have the quote like from the Odyssey, and, right. and you, why is that relevant? Yeah. You have to be... T- you have to be you have yeah. to not know because yeah. you've got to make the reader feel stupid. And the acknowledgements are there to make the reader feel friendless and left out and alone. Exactly. They're the Instagram of the book world. They are the Instagram of the book world. They are bad, bad, baddie, bad, bad. So can we also, can we address, and I'm thinking that my Russian thing, the Tolstoy, that was quite funny. That was funny, yes, You yes, were laughing, yes. but it had the, without the Russian accent, is it No, no, right? it works fine because so you can always the, stick in, that, could, that's good, that's good, so that's good. So can the column be yeah. famous... Alice in Wonderland, end of Lewis yes, Carroll. Yes. Thanks to my mate Jez for giving me all the mushrooms that give me that wicked dream about yeah, the yeah. girl Definitely. going down the hole. Death in the afternoon. Thank you for the bulls that gave their lives at the corridor for me. Yeah, exactly. Thank you to... All those salty almonds and all that sherry. Yes. Um, that I think that might work really well. I think that would be column. quite funny as an actual column. Because I need to have a little lie down before I write it. Have a little lie down. <laughs> you can do... I, I don't think you have... You don't have to... Make, the Tolstoy one is funny. I mean, yes, Tolstoy's Russian, but... No, so we get the riff at the top about why we hate all acknowledging Tolstoy. Yeah. Then we just put in and here's some, some famous books. Yes. And basically, the comments below the line will go either, thanks for the breath of fresh air when so much other stuff is in the and, the... and then the other half will go, how can you write this guff when the country's in flames? Yeah. So same, same old, same old. They say old. that every week. Yeah. They say, does he actually get paid for this drivel? And I go, I'm here watching. It's not he, it's me. And yes, I do. Do you think I would do it to make you happy? You but anyway, um, it's not the point. <laughs> See my aforementioned point about not reading the comments. Okay. Um, if I were to say to you... Yes. I'm just ruffling my notes. If I were to say to you, we can go drive in on my scooter... Right. Uh, you know, just riding in London. Uh-huh. All right. I love my hometown as much as Motown. I love SoCal. And you know I love Springsteen, faded blue jeans, Tennessee whiskey. But something happened. I heard him laughing. I saw the dimples first. And then I heard the accent. They say home is where the heart is. You know that's not where mine is. You know I love a... London boy. I enjoy walking... I enjoy walking Camden Market in the afternoon. So we know what this is. I, I, I have been reminded that it is Taylor Swift's new song. When did you get it? Like at London... I enjoy walking in Camden Market in the afternoon. He likes my American smile. The girl with the best legs in the world and 10 billion pounds thinks he likes her smile. But anyway. <laughs> like a child when our eyes meet, darling, I fancy you. Took me back to Highgate. Highgate. Highgate, stop the road. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Took me back to Highgate, met of all, all of his best mates. So I guess all the rumours are true. You know I love a London boy. I fancy you. Ooh. And now I love high tea. Stories from uni. So and tragic. the West End. She's been in a. She's been. I mean, there is some good pub. The rest is no. We like no. what's the one we like. The Red Lion and Sun. Red Lion Great pub. She's been in there out the back yeah. with a load of red trouser boys from boring. You. Oh, yeah, no. Do you remember the time we gave Bunty a wedgie it's after really Rugger? Oh, yeah. Taylor, that, you, they, Taylor Swift digs that. Yeah. The public school boys around the. Oh god, you, I should gotta go back. Gotta go to the Lizard Lounge. It's like the best. It's like really like, super fun. It's like the most fun like ever. Like ever. I bet he was at Bristol. He was at Bristol. The, the Lizard Lounge was some ghastly thing at Bristol. Was he at Bristol? He was, wasn't he? Who? This to her boyfriend. You actually know who it is? No, I don't know who it is. Oh, it's some actor, but I don't know. Wh- she, 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 she likes an English boy. She boffed, she boffed that, um, the, tall, the tall bloke from Eton. Uh, the pretend I'd, relationship. Yeah, I'm banging pre- Taylor Swift, he wrote on a t-shirt. That's um, pretend, a pretend relationship. With Tom Hiddleston. Very, very, and she did the, um, that bloke from the, with the spiky hair from the band. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Taylor Swift, boyfriend. Joe Orwin. Oh, my God. Oh, he's balding oh, as well. What? He's balding. She's got some bald posh bloke from high. Oh, he went to Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, high five. Oh, Boom. Yeah, yeah. Embargo. Yeah, like bloody amazing. Yeah. Do you think he was there with you? 
No, no, because like the odds are that he kind of. Oh, right. No, he's a twelve. Literally, he's, he's like, not one of yours. No, no, he's not my type anyway. Is he not? No, I like dark, angry man, darling. I don't like some massive, great, big, blonde, thicko. But that's oh, hang on. all oh, your boyfriends oh, me oh, were yeah. tall, blonde, thickos. I've now restyled myself as a woman who likes dark, angry men. Yeah. I had quite a lot of blonde, thicko boyfriends. Yeah. Um, like, nobody goes to Camden Market. You took me back to Highgate. Highgate isn't really a place. Where would they have gone in Highgate? There's a school and a roundabout. There's a Weatherspoons. Highgate. Uh, listen, I love Highgate, but he- you're right. Highgate's Highgate has a, a place. place to have a ten million pound house. It, with you know, it's lovely, but you can't. There's nothing to do in Highgate. It's, it's not just. A, it is just a traffic jam. She's Highgate. had such a boring time. She's had, she doesn't know what she has. She has no notion of what a boring time she's having. No, she could be a mile down the hill in yeah, Kentish in town. Kentish town. She could be and in ladies with, and gents. Ladies and with gents us. in the with with in, in downstairs in an old toilet being yeah. converted into a loo bar. She could be Willie. having a vegan foe with us at carrots and daikon. A vegan foe. If you remember from the first podcast. Can I have a foe? Ben <laughs> cut that out could, last time. Yeah, did he? Yeah. No, no, you can have a. Foe was in it. No, I it? said I, I, I don't want a tikka masala and Dar es Salaam and give it wings, mate. Garcon. What? And it didn't go in. No, that went in. But my can you I actually a... listen to our podcast? Yes. What kind of a self-loving <laughs> narcissistic? Thing? No. And so she could be, um, she could be uh, buying maras off the Turkish boys and getting some in the vegetable shop. She's just some not having a real. She could experience. be talking to Michael in meat. Yeah. About Queens Park Rangers. Exactly. Oh, I seen a loss the other day. Get your pork chop. Lovely Taylor. <laughs> Good old Michael. She could be. Uh, she could be. Getting stabbed almost anywhere. Almost anywhere. Almost exactly. anywhere. She could be, yes, exactly. She could be the subject of any age. She could be order. warring with my next door neighbour over the Virginia Creeper and whether you cut it back before don't it goes red. That. Didn't don't it? Yes, that. do. No, don't. But she's lovely. We love her. She can probably. She hear doesn't me. want to be in your podcast. Everybody wants podcast. to be in my podcast. That's true. Um, I, no, Taylor Swift. So. So I could rewrite a song. A, I could write a song with all this nonsense about oh, going yeah. to Camden Market. I was going to say. I was going to say actually. New I think lyrics it's time, for. Yes, I think it's time for more Jiley poetry because you're really, really, really good at that. It's the thing you're really gifted at and I think it would cheer you up and I think you should definitely write a new song. You should write a, a song Taylor for Taylor's... Song. Write a, no, write a song for Taylor's... We Taylor can go Swift. riding in me fiesta. Yes. You should write a love song. We won't song. tell Esther. Yeah, yeah, see? We'll go down Mickey D's and stuff. And have a quarter pounder with cheese. Have a quarter pounder with cheese. I don't think she eats that shit, but she probably doesn't. You know, she really so, doesn't. but you can get all sorts of kind of vegan whoopsie shit that she likes. I in think Kentish you've town. got to yeah, a vegan f. A vegan f. You we'll go to, we'll have go to write a love song to Taylor Swift about London. Yeah. That is going to be absolutely epic. That would be so great. Do you think really, so? Really? really? Fun. Yeah, it's brilliant. You're you're really good um, at it. Do it. Okay, okay, fine. It's a, it's your it's a, like like your number one skill that you're just like baffled at and like anyone's impressed by it. Okay, well I'll write it. Maybe Taylor will see it. And it'll be fine. She's a bit tall for me. Is she, no, she's like this high. Or they because are. Taylor Swift has such amazing legs. Well, yeah. Even the tiniest story about Taylor Swift is always <laughs> illustrated with a picture of her yeah. all the way up the page. But there's How no tall point... is she? I reckon she... I, I bet you she's five foot four. I bet she's really... I bet really... she's about five foot eleven. <clears throat> I bet she's twelve foot three. Taylor Swift height. She's not even real. She's just a billboard. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, she's five foot ten. Yeah. She's a big girl. She's a big girl. Yeah. Well, not big girl. She's a tall girl. <laughs> How are you about that? That's the lawnmower. Do you want it to stop? Let's uh, just close everything. Let's close everything. Let's close everything. It'll be fine if we close everything. Making a different noise from normal. It's fine. It's just a new lawn, a different lawnmower. Is that it? You look nice today. Thank you very much, darling. It's you, this shirt. It really suits me, don't you think? It does suit you. Yeah, and I've you, had a haircut. And, and you, because of being, being away and not actually getting brown, but you, your sort of freckles are brought out and it kind of makes your freckles look nice rather than a... 
They always look nice. They always look lovely. I know you don't always. I mean, my husband. I didn't get. King, I got it wrong. I fucked it up. King I didn't of the mean backhanded compliment. No, no. Thank it's just, you it's so just, much. No, your lovely freckly arms and everything. It all looks. You just look all floral and summery, and your haircut looks very nice. You I look, love the shirt. You look pretty nice. You're enough. showing quite a lot of boob, but Only to me, to you, not to Ben. Not to I know. Ben. No, but you, you, yeah, that way is fine. I can. Yeah, that you look nice. Um, anyway, sorry, you were saying. Can you not play with your phone? Sorry, is it the kitten or is it what? I'm getting bored. I'm getting bored. I'm bored. We've been going for an hour. I'm exhausted. But I've got things to say. What? Tough? No, stop it. Sit what? down. There are other things. There are other funny things. Like you can't just go away. Sit down. The boy doesn't have to be picked up for another 10 minutes. You I have got nothing left. I have. What? Sit what there then? and listen to me. Wait, it's called been... Giles Corrin has no idea. Not Esther Walker is fucked off. <laughs> Although, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. It soon will be. All right, you've got one more. You've got one there more. There are two. There's three. There's some funny things. No, go no. On. One. But, but no. Take the best one. No, go I'm on. Listen up. to my ideas. Um, Quickly. Okay, head teacher of a leading private school has hit out at Oxford and Cambridge universities claiming they operate an unofficial quota system for people from state schools, even if they have inferior A-levels. He's the headmaster of King's College School in Wimbledon, and he said that he reckons that there's a cap of 30% on private school pupils being allowed into Oxford and Cambridge, and mm -hmm. obviously the, the private schools are all up in arms about it. Right. Um, no, you write about Oxford and Cambridge too much. Everyone knows you went to Oxford. I don't want to just... Don't be like... Don't be one of them. That I only write about it to show off that I went when you know that I don't. Only teasing, darling. I'll make you a bacon sandwich in a minute and everything will be all better. Okay, if you make me a bacon sandwich, we can stop doing I haven't this. got any bacon. <laughs> You're the worst wife in the world. I've got some lardons. Can't put them in a sandwich, they'll all fall no, out. That's true. They'll Although, if you stick them down with ketchup, they might yeah. stay. Is that what it's come down to? I'll get you you a still vegan... haven't been to the shop since we got I'll back from holiday. I'll get you a beef pho. How's that? A spicy Ooh, we... beef pho. I thought you were going to get the boy. I'm going to get the boy. When I say I'm going to go get you a spicy beef foot, I mean, why don't you go and So get the I'm going to make you a bacon sandwich is now yeah. go down the road to the Vietnamese place and get yourself soup. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to sound nice. It's fooling nobody. You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with Giles Corran and Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Ben Mitchell. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to avoid ever missing an episode. And if you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to my column in the podcast description. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.